Good evening. You're in tuned to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. At the top of the hour, we started out with I Am by Thena. I Am That I Am by Astarius Miraculi. I Am Light by India Ari. Live in the Light by Fertile Ground. Make Your Life Divine by the Sons of Light and Divine by Earth, Wind, and Fire. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am always prayerful that you are always inspired to ever greater degrees to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme presence and intelligence and to be absolutely and supremely intelligent to do nothing to undermine yourself. I'm so grateful and so thankful for every opportunity I have to come to these airwaves and to know that consistency over time is that which allows us to create whatever it is we're creating indelibly and sometimes irreversibly if we do not apply ourselves consistently over time towards doing that which is necessary to reverse issues. I am the one who really cares to speak to the issues of our liberation, our salvation, our deliverance, to realize that being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, that conversation is not really popular, but it is a necessary conversation because there is such a pandemic, epidemic of all manners of disease from AIDS to zits. And to come to a point in place where we realize that we have so much opportunity available to us now because there is a rise in conscientiousness about our health, our well-being. There are so many families who are battling with all manners of issues and people are really tired of seeing their family members die from cancer and AIDS and being obese and all of these things. And so our coming to a point where we realize that there really has been no progression in light of all of the social movements, the civil rights movement, the human rights movement, the gay rights movements, whatever, our right to be righted, to be corrected is something that we each have to individually exalt for ourselves. That under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide in which America as a government, as a corporate entity that licenses and certifies and degrees the corporate deities of death to manufacture and distribute and perpetuate and advertise and commercialize that which has no substance and make it available to absolutely everybody to understand that there is a frequency of energy that is genocide and it is being instituted through a legalized free enterprise system so that we are participating as parts of it because we work. You work for these companies. And to come to a point in place where we are not complaining about all of this and we're doing something progressive about it to be proactive, to come to a point in place where we are strong enough 
aligned enough, caring enough to do everything that is within our power to shift the frequency of energy of this cataclysmic ride with demise to come to a point where we realize that as a result of being on a cataclysmic ride with demise, it's not about just grabbing as much stuff as you possibly can have. And so for all of the talk about abundance, we have abundance of everything already. We have abundant sickness, illness, and disease. We have abundant stuff. We, we are hoarding. We're, we're doing all manners of things, but to have abundant light, abundant love, abundant wisdom, and abundant truth, and the abundant initiative and care to really be doing that which is truly ours to do on behalf of our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-great-and-great and all of those ones who've yet to come. So it matters that we are very particular about what it is we're asking for, to come to that mindset where we are clear that it is our own personal clarity, our own personal cleanliness, our own personal decisiveness that allows us to really clear our way to walk in the integrity of the greatness of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence that is intelligent enough not to kill itself. And with each and every breath, we each are held within the very presence of this absolute and supreme reality, and it is our gift, and it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone. We don't have to take someone else's. We have our own. The issue for us is exalting the light and the love and the wisdom and the peace and the poise and the power and the potency of the gift that we each have been given with this absolute and supreme intelligence. To be mindful and to be care-filled, to be in a place and space where it truly matters to us how we live, how we walk, how we stand, how we love, how we lift and uplift. To be in a mindset where we are taking responsibility for creating that which is truly in the best interest of everything and everybody. And to know that we cannot possibly do that if we do not exalt a full effort in our own living towards doing that which is truly in our own best interest as individuals. And to know that the individual should be indivisible, should be whole, which is why we have to realize that there is an agenda, there is behavior modification that is being assaulted against ourselves with the plethora of chemicals, additives, food additives, flavor additives, stabilizers, and all of that that we find in those products that we're buying off the shelves and out of the freezers, whether it's the potatoes or whether it's the entrees or whether it's the juices or whatever, the fact that it is uniform across the board, no matter where you buy it, whether you get it in Florida, if it's the orange juice or the grapefruit fruit juice or or the apple juice or whatever, the fact that you can get it and it tastes exactly the same no matter what time of year you get it, no matter what state you or what city you get it in, it tastes exactly the same. It has to be chemical. And these chemicals are saturating our glands and our organs and our tissues 
and are modifying our behavior to the degree to which we are no longer functioning as intelligences. We do not do what other intelligences do in terms of exalting a full effort in our living, exalting a full life's urge, understanding what it is that is truly our food and being able to excrete our waste. Knowing our kind and perpetuating ourselves and being able to respond correctly when we sense that our lives are being threatened, that's what all other intelligences do. But the people themselves have come to a point and place where they don't know their real food, they don't excrete their waste, they're holding their waste, and they are truly waste-filled and wasteful. No longer perpetuating themselves, abortion is the number one killer of us as a people. And the people have become very glib about their rights to undermine themselves, their right to smoke and to drink and defile themselves, their right to kill themselves, to do whatever the hell they want to do because it's their free will. See, intelligent beings are not going to justify their being out of alignment with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, or that which they refer to as God, as God's gift to them. And so in our now moment, we have the opportunity to rethink it, to reassess it, to realign ourselves with the will of existence, the intelligence of our own being, to come to a point and place where it truly matters to us how we stand, how we live, how we lift, how we love, whether we are really, truly honoring life itself, the gift that we've been given that nobody can give us anything that is greater than. There is nothing that we can work for, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we have already been given as ourselves. And in our now moment, because there are so many ones who are suffering, so many ones who are in trauma and drama and having all of these issues as a result of partaking of the tree of lies, partaking of the devil's food, that which creates divisiveness, that which is biological and chemical warfare being waged against us under the delusion and illusion that we have the right to do whatever we want and we can undermine ourselves as long as we care to as long as we're paying our taxes and filing taxes and working every day and paying our bills and whatnot. I'm saying that there is purpose in existence that is far beyond the system of things. There is purpose in existence in the exaltation of life and light. There is purpose in existence in working towards the harmony of the whole of us and where your governments are not participating as wheels within the government of the whole of existence and these are no one's that we have obligation to be in obedience and obedience to when they are out of alignment with the, with the laws of existence itself. 
And our leverage comes when we ourselves will exalt a full effort and a full life's urge and no longer poison ourselves with the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and artificially colored and artificially flavored and NutraSweet and Aspartame and all of the things that are permeating and penetrating the tissues, concentrating, saturating, contraindication in the brain and the organs and the tissues and the glands and whatnot that's creating the cancer, the heart disease the lupus and all of the issues that people are having we are in a now moment where we must care to really live or you will be dying faster than ever before we are in a now moment where it is ours to decide that we care to really be remembered in our generational contribution that we turn the tide we flip the script we did what was ours to do in no longer participating in a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. We are doing that which is necessary in order to reclaim the earth as the kingdoms and queendoms of light and to really be about the perpetuation of love and light and wisdom and truth and to dwell in the peace, the poise, the power, and the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal qualifying our lives for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond the planet. Being in a place and space where divine love and wisdom is coming to us, we're in a direct light of line and line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to be under the auspices of our souls. We are truly successful in our being because we are being whole. And it's easier and easier every day to have a trust and a faith in that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that has not abandoned us or forsaken us, that has not caused the sun to go out, to stop blazing, because without it, everything that we know is dead. We have no life without it. And to come to a point where we're real about what it really is to live, not just to be thinking and breathing or entertaining the thoughts of other ones, but to really understand the capacity that we have to create that which needs to come into existence directly as order, as wholeness, as healing, as peace. As potency, as power, our reconciliation and realignment and reattunement, our remembrance as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence and intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. For all of the talents, the skills, and the abilities that we have. For all of the areas in which we have focused ourselves to become proficient in whatever areas we've become proficient in. Our commitment to be highly ethical and highly moral. Our commitment to really be absolved of our resentments and anger and frustration and fixation and all of that that 
has marginalized us and made us feel somewhat unworthy and undeserving of the gifts and the blessedness of our being so that we are undermining ourselves, anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, stupefying, and disqualifying ourselves for continuance in existence as a result of our own degrees of feeling sinful and not worthy of the keys to the kingdom. The now moment in which we're living requires us to really know that there is absolute order in being, absolute law that governs. And our right is to be rightly aligned with it for our own wholeness and for the sake of the wholeness of every other order of existence upon the planet and the planet herself. And where we have organizations and companies and corporate entities and deities that do not have the best interests of the wholeness of everyone in mind, then these ones are on the front line of the creation of that which is divisiveness, that which is creating sickness, illness, and disease. And for so many people to work on behalf of these initiatives, these missions, these agendas, and whatnot, then those ones will also meet tragic dates with fate because there is no way that you can truly be employed, licensed, certified, and agreed, engaged in doing that which undermines the rights of other ones to have the right to their lives or to be engaged in that which is truly a violation and a detriment to life itself and to the wholeness and the wellness of of everything and everybody. There's no way that you will be able to live and behold your cancer, your diabetes, your, your sickness, your illness, your disease is there. It's already there as a result of 5, 10, 15, 20 years of working in these industries because there is absolute law and there's no way to be really vitally healthy when you do that which undermines your your purpose in being and as men the progenitor of lineages and wombed men the perpetuator of lineages our purpose in being is in the exaltation of life in the perpetuation of lineages, in the establishment of order and wellness and wholeness upon the planet, within ourselves. And to not be engaged in those kinds of efforts and to do that which begins to really facilitate all of what we see, this plethora and pandemic of sickness, illness, and disease, understand it is not going to end well. And that's why we as individual ones, individuations of this absolute and supreme intelligence have to come to a point and place where we care to be whole. We care to exalt a full effort to no longer function as human eaters or useless feeders, to be in a place where it is our pleasure 
to take duty, obligation, and responsibility for being reconstituted in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence and to understand that as such we are divinely designed and designed divinely to function perfectly. But we cannot do it on the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all of the flour and water that is sugared and sweetened and bound together with eggs and whatnot so that we are creating so much mucus that begins to clog all of our cells and our arteries and our organs and glands and whatnot so that we are literally blocked and obstructed from the very breath and source of life itself. And so it matters that we have an understanding and an understanding as to what is creating all of the cancer, the diabetes, the obesity, the lupus, the sarcoidosis, the autism, and all of that. It is not rocket science, and we do not have to have degrees in sickness, illness, disease, and death to understand how to live and how to be well and how to reverse these issues. And to think that money and polished wood, metal, and stone, and gated communities, and cars, and whatnot, can absolve us of our responsibility to take care of the physical vehicles that we were given so that we are literally about the business of creating our immortal bodies that will take us into the exalted spirit worlds to understand that destiny is leaving the planet. And because we have so much degradation, so much violation, so much deprivation, so much starvation, and and all of this garbage that is perpetuated upon the planet to understand that Mother Earth and Mother Nature and all of her creatures deserve their liberation so that they have the the right to be liberated and their right to be liberated is the exodus and the opening of all manners of doors for the people to be left, to be guided off the planet, to be lifted off the planet, to be exterminated from the face of this earth as a result of being in such depths of degrees of violation and degradation. The world has the right to be destroyed. For the salvation of the earth. And so it is our time to get real clear about what it is we really want. And for all of those who are battling with whatever it is called, whatever the diagnosis has been, understand that the body really just needs to be really cleansed and very well nourished. That you don't have to have your organs taken out. Or your joints replaced. But to trust that in your divine design. And existing within the context. Of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And existence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. That every atom and every cell of our being can regenerate. But where you don't care to be rightly aligned 
where you don't care to do the inner work of the forgiveness and the releasing and the letting go, where you don't care to have your burdens lifted and to come to a point and place where you are no longer doing that which undermines yourself, where you don't want to be whole and healed, then you don't have to be. But why would you go to the doctors if you don't care to do anything differently? If you want to eat the flesh of dead animals, the dead pigs for breakfast, the dead turkeys, the dead cows, the dead chickens, the the aborted fetuses. I mean, have your fill of it if that's what you want. But why go to the doctors if that's what you want to do? It doesn't make sense. You want to create the high blood pressure or you just want to have your appetites, but to have the high blood pressure and the high cholesterol and all of this, but then you want drugs, chemicals, pharmaceuticals, sorcery, but you don't want to stop indulging yourself in that which creates it. So just indulge yourself. Why deal with the meds? Otherwise, if you don't want high cholesterol and you don't want high blood pressure and all of that, then stop eating garbage. That which rots. Full of preservatives. Hormones, antibiotics, chemicals, and whatnot. This is where the foundation of all the cancer is coming from. You're creating all of this acidity and all of the meds are more acid. Undermining your kidney function, undermining your livers, undermining you. We're in a now moment where we have so much power available to us. And also so much duty, obligation, and responsibility on behalf of all of those who sacrificed for us. But the people who do not reverence and respect their own lives will have no real protection against those or from those who have it as their agenda. To kill you. And the fact that you're killing yourselves, which is completely antithetical to what it is to be a being, then know you're already in the throes of those who do not have your best interests at heart. They are literally permeating and penetrating you in every atom and every cell of your being. And you think you love it. You're all right with it. But then you want to be respected as intelligent people who undermine themselves and their children and their grandchildren and their parents and their grandparents and their legacy. We can't have it both ways, always. You can't love killing yourself and have the fullness of the wealth of and the abundance of the joy and peace and poise and power and potency and happiness and fulfillment in life at the same time. And so the choice 
to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, to stand as a resurrected people is yours right now. And to know that our liberation, our resurrection, our revivification and harmonization with the will of existence, the laws of existence, the intelligence of existence, is the greatest wealth and prosperity we could ever know. And beyond that, the possibilities are endless. So I'm encouraging you to care, to walk in the fullness of the all that you truly are. And to know that you have support to do it. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Night Watch on 89.3 FM, WRFG, Atlanta. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful that you care to be attuned to this frequency. It is not a whole lot of folk who are on this frequency, and there are those who are literally reaching for more of themselves as I consciously seek to give more that will inspire you and motivate you to go deeper and reach higher, to stand and live and love and be in the integrity of your own authenticity as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're in this now moment where we're phasing out of the frequency and the vibration of 2019, and we have the opportunity to get more focused in the frequency of 2020 and know that vision is a part of what everyone is speaking to, and to know that we're in this now moment that requires us to really uh, get focused and, and be focused and realize that sometimes when you have so much obstruction in your eye, obstruction in your being, obstruction that prevents you from seeing clearly, from realizing the 
responsibility and the ability to respond correctly and directly in any now moment, then we have to consciously care to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified so that we are standing and living and loving and lifting as a resurrected people. And though I have been coming forward every Thursday and sometimes Sundays and sometimes Mondays and doing what I can to give of my heart and my concern and to share that which is most important to me is making sure that I do everything that I can to ensure our progression as a humanity of people. And to know that it is not an individual solitary work, it's a work for each and every one of us to do that which is truly in our own best interest, facilitating a whole lifer's, a full life's urge to be in a mindset and to be completely committed to living and loving and lifting, uplifting, rejoicing, and being in the integrity of our truth selves. To know that to be true to ourselves is to be true to that which beats our heart and breathes us. And our education has provided us the opportunity to participate with the system of things. And it has paid many of us very well. And we're comfortable. But being comfortable is not quite the same thing as being powerful and being potent and being relevant and being necessary and being vital and being true to that which is beating our hearts and breathing us. So I am the voice that is consistently asking us to step up, to be in a place where it truly matters to us that we are giving our great I'll say this, giving a full effort in becoming the great ones that we truly are. And to know that it is a life's work. And to become proficient in self-correcting. In being mindful. In creating a vision for ourselves that is supported by a wholehearted commitment to walking in the integrity of the high ethic and morality and the frequency and vibration of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth that allows us to have the greatest degrees of harmony while at the same time being very distinguishable in terms of the gifts that we're bringing forward, but also adding to the complement and balance that we each are to each other and unto the whole of us. And as each one of us aspires towards being relevant and vital and necessary in serving in our progression, in our liberation, in our salvation, then everything and everybody is benefited by it. We've yet to quite understand how the frequency and vibration of love that is emanating from every fiber of our being 
creates a frequency and energy that permeates and penetrates the intelligence through which we're moving and that it positively impacts the environment, the energy fields, and the trees feel it and the air feels it and all of that which we can't perceive that is there is aware of us. But it takes a lot to come to a point and place where every fiber of our being is completely resonant in the frequency and the vibration of absolute love. And as love is the fulfillment of the law, and that love truly allows us to walk in the light and to be in a place where we are consistently living and dwelling in an attitude of gratitude and appreciate love and appreciation, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what it seems like to know that we are creating all the time and the now moment in which we're living is pregnant with opportunity as we are really aware that we dwell in the infinity of possibilities and therefore we are not subject to the thoughts and emanations of other ones as much as we are impacted and affected by our own thoughts and our own faith and our own fears. And so in this now moment, as we take the time to look more diligently and persistently at what duty, obligation, or responsibility in life really looks like, and we see that we should do nothing to undermine ourselves and ourselves when we realize that there is an agenda that is in full effect to marginalize us anesthetize us, inebriate, intoxicate, cellularly oppress us, render us helpless and hopeless, addicted, fear-filled, doubtful, untrusting, sick, ill, dis-ease, filled with despair, and overindulging in everything that undermines our cellular functioning. And as we look at society, as we look at the various cultures and the rise in all manners of sickness, illness, and disease, then understand this is by design. But we're in a place where we have access to so much light, so much love, so much wisdom, so much truth, so much inspiration, that we do not have to continue to be impacted and affected negatively by it, but we can utilize our realization of it to fuel our fires towards being resolutely committed to doing nothing to undermine ourselves and ourselves. And coming into maturity allows us to be able to rewrite our contribution in history, to be in a place where we are fully aligning ourselves with destiny, Coming to that place and space where we are significant and to be taken seriously in the shifting of the mentalities, the attitudes, the frequency and the vibration of masses of people. There are those of you who are so gifted and so dynamic already so that many of you feel like you've already arrived and that there's not much more of yourself that you can tap. And I'm saying there's much more of you to be tapped, to be accessed, to be activated, particularly where you've yet to consciously cleanse and purify your body as the temple for the dwelling of the true spirit of the living God and goddess that is to be re-enthroned as your absolute reality. 
that there is so much more of yourselves and ourselves that we are to access and activate so that we are literally walking in harmony with the exalted realms under the auspices of our souls and to the glory of the lineages that we represent, having an attunement and atonement with our angels, guides, and guardians, and to be realigned with the light of our ancients. To be under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide demands that we take ourselves seriously enough to care to be able to respond correctly and directly, to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to do everything we possibly can, to be completely cleared from the uh, taintedness of adulterated shame and game and blame and guilt and all manners of indiscretions and things that weigh heavily upon our spirits to the degree to which we do not feel our incredible lightness of being to the degree to which we are not feeling the divinity of ourselves we're not acknowledging it we're not really respecting it we feel entitled to smoke and drink alcoholic beverages and eat that which is not food for us because we're under the spell of sublimation and commercialism. And now is our time to break free of it, to come to a point and place where you realize that your body is the temple. Where you dwell, it is your first home. And where we were told that cleanliness is godliness, it was not just about our living rooms and our bathrooms and our kitchens and our bedrooms and whatnot. It's about our body temples, our bloodstream, our lymphatic system. To be clean, Internally, where we actually dwell within these bodies gives us leverage over lesser thoughts, ideas, agendas, mission statements, and a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. We should not be complacent, complicit, or co-conspirating with it. But if we work on behalf of the meat industry, the tobacco industry, the alcohol industry, the sugar industry, then we are complicit with it. And so to get to that place and space where we're able to see ourselves clearly prospering in much greater degrees of integrity with the will of existence, the love of existence, the light of existence, and the laws of existence, then we have to begin to really invest in our cellular purification and liberation so that we get a greater thought. We can activate the truth of who we are. We can stand in the light of absolute and supreme intelligence and to be supremely intelligent any day, every day, with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. To come to a point in place where we are literally cultivating the real estate of manhood as the progenitor of lineages and the real estate of womanhood as the perpetuator of lineages. And we are caring enough to realize that where the agenda is mandated by divisiveness then we will exalt a full effort in becoming whole. We'll exalt a full effort in doing what is truly in our own best interest so that we as individuations of this absolute and supreme intelligence are, um, are harmonious with the will of existence itself. So we have to establish that oneness, that peace, that harmony, that wholeness within ourselves before we can truly do it with other ones, whether our wives, our husbands, our mates, our co-workers, our business partners. But to know that as each individual presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has been gifted personality and persona and gifts that are already with us, then as we are 
applying ourselves towards being in the integrity of our true selves as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we are harmonizing one with the other when each one of us harmonizes with life itself. That we don't necessarily have to have conferences and meetings and whatnot and try to create harmony when we will do that which is truly in the exaltation of a full life's urge, consciously caring to be well-oxygenated, hydrated, mineralized, nourished, nurtured, loving, forgiving, compassionate, merciful, empathetic, sympathetic, but that we are not to be taken so lightly as to not be given the respect and consideration that we truly deserve as a result of our harmonizing with that entity and energy that we refer to as God, that which is causation and foundation for all of life itself, that which is ever-present, never absent, all-pervasive, filling all spaces, that which is the mystic and the magic, that which beats our heart and breathes us. And to come to a point and place where we will truly, as ones would say, give God the glory but to know that in so doing, we are consciously consecrating our body temples through the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the consecration, so that the spirit of the true living gods and goddesses are completely re-enthroned as our own absolute reality, and we are restoring the wealth of ourselves. We are investing and creating the richness of ourselves. Our gifts are being activated and returned to us, that we have leverage over all systems of oppression, that we're no longer co-conspirating with the oppression of other ones, to be in a place and space where our lives begin to become so radiant and so brilliant in absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, that our being is magical and mystical and things happen towards the greater good of everything and everybody because we showed up, because there has been enough work done so that the light of this absolute and supreme intelligence is blazing with each and every breath through every atom and every cell of our being. And we're being completely restored and made whole. And that there's a depth of real love and care and sharing and laughter and labor and, and lifting and that we are truly integrated as the will of existence personified that we consciously care to take full advantage of who we are as the beneficiaries of all of those who've come before us, the intellectual property and uh, genius that is available to us through all of those who've come before us. And to be dwelling consistently in this attitude of gratitude, appreciation, and appreciative love for the gifts that we've been given. And we will be in a place where we are enthusiastic and inspired to keep company with those who are always speaking light and love and wisdom and truth. Always dwelling in a peace and a poise. Always caring to make sure that we get more. Always wanting to exalt a full effort and a full life's urge to support you in being the one that you are, to love you unconditionally, but to know that everybody is not consciously trying to prepare themselves for being able to truly be successful in this life. 
and where you spend time and keep time and waste time with those who are not serious about their living, those who are more attuned to self-destructing, as you spend more and more time with those who waste themselves and waste their money and waste their energy and waste their breath and whatnot, then you do not get benefited and strengthened by that. And where you're keeping company with people who don't have enough love for themselves to love you truly, then you are having to take time to really get real about what really matters to you in your life. And to know that what really gives our life substance and value are the substance and the quality of people and relationships that we have. The quality and substance of beings that we are, that we walk as. The care to be in the integrity of our own authenticity, to literally be exalting a full effort in walking in the divinity of the truth of ourselves and know that there is nothing that we can gain here that is greater than who and what we already are but naked and to feel really, really good about being the ones that we are. In the diversity of ourselves, the the uniqueness having a full value for ourselves and everyone else that we come into contact with and those that we've kept company with those that we've birthed our children with those that we have grown with those who are our generations and whatnot now is our time to play ourselves bigger as maturing ones say to be the big girls and boys on campus to really be activating the gifts of who we are through the lineages that we represent. And see, being attuned to the value of virtue and character, being attuned to that which is our authentic selves as these ones who are gifted and talented and caring and loving, compassionate and merciful, virtuous, Integritous. It doesn't come natural, but we can reach for it. We can refine ourselves. We can truly have a value and a vision for ourselves to walk in the greatness of who we are, in the divinity of ourselves. And just as the quote unquote royal family in England, England is a very small place on the planet. But those who live, as royalty, they walk a certain kind of way, regardless of how little they are and how little their place is. You understand? So I'm just saying we each dwell within the reality of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And our challenge and our work is to walk in the integrity of mindfulness and thoughtfulness of the divinity of our being, our own authenticity, to be in a full faith and trust and knowing and gratitude and thanksgiving and appreciation and appreciative love. And to begin to really reach for greatness as our lives, in our lives, to really know 
that 20 years is going to pass quickly. And within the 20 years that we may all share, they will, there will be many people that we love who will make transition if we ourselves have not. And who you are at 40 is looking a little different than who you'll be at 60 and who we are at 60 is going to look a little different than who we are as 80 and and then we'll find ourselves at the crossroads of having to leave the planet or either being at the crossroads of meeting tragic dates with fate and dying And so every day of life, every day of breath, every day of our beating hearts, every day that we have the opportunity to truly apply ourselves towards clearing, cleansing, purifying these body temples, consecrating these bodies as the temples for the living gods and goddesses, that this is truly the work. And we can be distracted and have been distracted, and so many are continually distracted with the ball games and the gladiator sports and all of the sex and the violence and all of the things that media in its various capacities and the music industry in its various capacities and I'm just saying is that when it comes down to what your life has meant in life to life if you can look at yourself at this particular point and say of all of the things I've achieved What have I done that truly leaves other ones better because I've lived? And I know that that may not be the thought that many people have or care to have or the impact or the effect that they want for themselves and you have the right to want whatever you want for yourselves, but to want nothing for yourself, to throw yourself away, to spend and spend yourself to the degree to which after 50, 60, 70 years of spending yourself, there's very little of you left. I mean, we have to get real because the one thing we know is that once that spirit is able to get out of the body alive, if it is able to get out of the body alive after 50, 60 years of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of that, I'm thinking that the spirit literally suffocates in that body with all of that garbage. And I'm saying, let's clean up. Let's come to a point and place where we're walking the walk of, of exalted ones, those who have the, king, the keys to the kingdom and those who are using them to walk in the integrity of high ethic and high morality and forgiving ourselves for whatever degrees of inconsistency, contradiction, hypocrisy, trepidation, fear, and inhibition that we've had up up to now. But to realize that we do have now. And in our now, it's only about what we're applying ourselves to now. Affirming and declaring that all of our needs are met and we shall not want. That we're being provided, inspired, motivated, uplifted to ever greater degrees of exalted thought, expanded consciousness. And we live to honor and to glorify 
to bless and to enhance, to uplift and to enrich, to teach, to heal, to empower, to stand, to thrive, to be all that we were born to be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is cosmic, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, ever-present, all-pervasive, filling all spaces, beating our hearts, breathing us, seeing as the eye that sees as us through all eyes. Let us rejoice and give thanks for the incredible blessedness in being and to consciously be with all our heart, body, mind, life, and soul in harmony with the whole of existence itself. On behalf of the establishment of the eternal laws, the eternal order, and the eternal government, it is so now. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of a resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. <laughs>